I'm currently sitting in my living room, coffee in hand, notepad, with all the key insights and talking points of today's podcast, and also the fire is blazing. I'm looking outside, it's currently raining. You might even be able to hear the rain in the background. I'm currently recording this on my iPhone, and every other podcast, whenever I'm traveling or I get some inspiration, I just whip out my phone and document what's in my head. So it's the 2nd of January, and I kind of feel whenever it comes towards the end of the year and the start of a new year, there's this massive societal pressure to begin again. And I don't like it. I have never liked the big buildup that comes with New Year. Do you know one of the most beautiful things about being an entrepreneur or a high performer or even a human is the fact that with every breath, you can begin again. You don't need to begin again at the start of the year. You can begin again with every breath. So if there's things that are happening in your life right now that aren't serving you, if there are things that are stressing you, with your next breath, you can begin again. You can take a different commitment to the commitments that you have right now. Are you committed to staying stuck and overthinking the same thing? Or are you committed to change? Are you committing to creating new beliefs, new behaviors that shape new outcomes? Anyway, I'm going to talk about how I am going to make 2024 my best year of life to date. Now, the reason why I'm sharing this from my perspective is because there are going to be things, thinking models, frameworks, ideas that I am using that you can benefit from. So signboard how you're approaching 2024 with the insights that I'm going to share and take what's useful, absorb it and integrate it and implement it or disregard it. And I'm going to start this with a very simple breakdown of what served me in 2023 and what didn't. And again, some of these things you're going to be doing, some of them you're not going to be doing, Remember, absorb and implement what is useful, disregard the rest. So here goes, in no particular order. What served me in 2023? Ice baths and saunas. I used to turn my nose up at these for, well, quite some time. I used chirotherapy, which is the extreme version of cold therapy back when I was a bodybuilder to help me recover. They have played a massive role in one, helping me lose fat. In two, ramping up my energy levels. Three, ramping up my mood and making me considerably happier. So my ice bath has a fridge component. I run it at around about three to four degrees. And how I operate it is I do it probably five days a week. And I literally do two to three minutes in the cold. And then I go straight into the sauna. And the sauna is a wood-fired sauna. It goes to around about 70 degrees. And I do two plus minutes in the ice bath, sometimes up to four, and then I do 15 to 20 minutes in the sauna. I usually do it at the start of the day. Sometimes I do the ice bath in the morning, and then I do the sauna later on uh, in the day. Honestly, if you are not doing this and you are trying to think how you can grow and perform better in 2024, make it a part of your routine. Invest the money, get an ice bath, get a sauna, do it. It has been an incredible investment. I can't recommend it highly enough. 
if you're going to be like me when I was two or three years ago going, why is everybody wasting their time doing that? Honestly, it's a critical part of my routine. And as a high performer, if you want to grow this year, 1% edges make a massive difference. Anyway, the next thing that I want to talk about that served me in 2023 was having a weekly debrief with my wife. We do this every Sunday afternoon, around about one o'clock. And we are now including Penelope in that debrief. Penelope can sometimes sit there with a book, a toy, sometimes watch Papa Pig, but it's important to have her in the presence of us doing it. Our debrief is essentially a family mastermind where we sit down and we review what are our wins, what are our challenges, what's our agenda next week, what do we need to apologize for, and we literally talk about our relationship and where it is going and what we're doing with our life. It is an invaluable communication tool for your relationship. It will grow your relationship. It will allow you to get more out of it. If you are in a relationship and you are not communicating to your other half how you feel, what you want, what your vision is, then you're not going to have a vision. And when you don't have a vision, you cannot put up with the day-to-day. It becomes very transactional and very functional and very boring. The third thing was sprinting. I started sprinting probably around about February of 2023. Uh, Here's why I love it. It's no equipment. It's super easy. Uh, The muscle growth that I've experienced in my thighs and in my calves, I have never seen the likes of it. And well, it looks good in tight jeans and tight trousers. It adds an incredible amount of shape to your ass, uh, your thighs, your your calves. It, It just makes you look better naked. Simple as that. I also like the idea of being able to run Uh, because that skill will come in useful at some point. Hot yoga. I have been doing two sessions a week. Again, it's heat therapy. There's a lot of sweating in it. I just feel clean after it. But most importantly, what it has really taught me to do is modulate between different states. So for example, how this can be translated into the real world is when you're suddenly you know, having a coffee with your wife and you get a message through that's quite chaotic. Um, The rapid increase in heart rate, the rapid change in mood, the adrenaline and all that, it has really taught me how to regulate and modulate between moods. It has really allowed me to connect deeper with my breath, which is again, really allowed me to remain calm, peaceful, especially under chaos. Um mentors and advisors in all areas of my life have, again, paid for themselves a hundred times over. Uh, Shooting has been a big thing this year, and I'm very fortunate to shoot with some incredibly successful uh, business owners, uh, entrepreneurs uh, in the whole entire country, and just the, the quality of conversation, the challenge, the support, and everything that comes with hanging around with people that are really on a, a mission to make the most out of their life is, is incredibly worthwhile. Uh, losing weight and getting back on track with my calories and training. Um, many of you know that I was a very competitive bodybuilder back in my earlier days, but when you've been doing something for so long, uh, you kind of lose the, the purpose in it. And I took a large break from training and fitness for the guts of maybe four years. I didn't let myself completely go, but I certainly didn't prioritize training and with that calorie consumption uh, 
resulted in some unwanted body fat. Nothing extreme, but losing weight, being able to see your abs is definitely something that, one, radically improves your energy, two, your confidence, and three, your overall outlook on life. Um, next, doing things for my parents, uh, being able to give back to them, being able to treat them, being able to cook for them, being able to buy them a car, being able to um, take them on holidays and trips, all that kind of stuff. Also giving back to my younger brother. I have a younger brother, being able to give him, um, again, holidays, uh, being able to give him uh, roles inside my business, bits and pieces that he can do to feel fulfilled and make some extra money has been very rewarding. So I suppose with the lesson of that, if you have got a family member and you're fortunate enough uh, to one, either you know reward them, reward them for serving you. And you know, if they're not doing anything immediately, you know a large part of why you will evolve and want to become better is because of your parents and because of your uh, family members. Uh, if you are where you are now, it's a result of how you've responded to living with them in a certain way. Maybe you wanted to go against them. I know for me, I certainly wanted to go against my parents and build my own independence. And if it wasn't for that, I wouldn't have what I have. I wouldn't have the drive. Um, so just relens it and rethink about it. And it feels really good to get back. Um, traveling and spending time with peers, again, ideas, seeing different countries, um, really just opened up my perspectives. Um, tasting great wine and great food. Um, for me, it's just a celebration of life. Um, it's you know just incredible to taste different things, go to different restaurants, and these are restaurants where you know there's a lot of time and attention put into the actual meal, so it is an experience. Um, socializing, and then also as well, um, you know, really prioritizing a healthy sex life, having a night where it's like clearly arranged, uh, kids minded. And, and really making something special about it, whether it's an outfit or whatever it is, or some kind of, you know, just effort is put into it. And um, it can really drive up excitement. It can turn a boring transactional sexual relationship into something that's really exciting and something to look forward to. And it also keeps you accountable as well for your health and fitness goals to look good and feel good. And it also helps you prioritize your time and your energy. And by the way, having a really healthy sex life is incredible for your energy, your ability to create, uh, your ability to feel happy and confident. So, like so many things in life uh, boil back to sex and making sure that that need is fulfilled, making sure that it's talked about in your relationship is absolutely paramount. Um, things that are out for next year, things that didn't serve me. And I, I caught myself with a few of these a few times, not planning my day, thinking that I knew what I was going to be doing and then getting caught off guard because I didn't have an agenda. Um, saying yes to too many things and too many people. So over agreeing to things in the future that I know at the moment when I go to them that I, I, I just couldn't be bothered. So defaulting to no. And you can tell how successful you are by the amount of times that you say no. Uh, context switching. So context switching is when you're working on a task and then all of a sudden you get a notification and you're derailed and you go into something else and then you're back into something or you go and make yourself a coffee in the middle of doing something. So I use constraints now to work where I you know, set a timer for 15 minutes, I rock and roll, and I don't do anything else. So context switching, while you may feel it's being efficient, it's very, very hard to be productive. Another big out for next year is non-reciprocal relationships. So what do I mean by that? There are friends in your life 
that you do more for them than they do for you. It's as simple as that. And a healthy relationship is all about fair exchange. So fair exchange is when there's an equal amount of support and challenge or when you do something for them, they do something for you back. Yes, I totally get the whole concept and mindset of doing something without expecting something. That's fine initially, but when you do it again and again and again and again, it's not sustainable. It's not a healthy relationship because you then begin to question, okay, where is the fair exchange in this? And by the way, fair exchange is not necessarily money. Fair exchange could be in the forms of support, humor, laughter, entertainment, access to other people. There's so many ways to measure it. But understand that non-reciprocal relationships will drain you and they aren't sustainable. Um, Walking on eggshells when it came to communicating with certain team members because uh, confrontation was going to take up energy and it was going to take you out of the comfort zone. So tough conversations are always hard, but they always bring the best outcomes. So long story short, don't walk on eggshells around anything that you need to communicate. If there is something that you need to communicate and get off your chest, say it sooner rather than later because it just gets worse. Uh, Seeking happiness outside of myself. So looking at people, status, numbers as a source of happiness when ultimately I am responsible for my own happiness. Restlessness. A lot of you guys will relate to this. Restlessness. Always feeling like I need to do something. Always being switched on. Now, that has served me in so many ways, but there comes a point when you just associate being busy with being safe and you associate activity with being safe. Not all actions are created equal. You need to rest. You need to recharge. When you are rested, you're at your most creative. When you are rested, you are at your most receptive. When you're constantly and endlessly looking for things to do, it can be very difficult to be present and actually grateful for what you have and you can miss out on so much stuff. And last but not least, glimpsing. Glimpsing at details. So let's just say you're sent a report or a message and you glimpse at it and you get the top line and the bottom line but you miss a little bit of detail. Don't do that. Those are little things that we do in order to be more efficient, but they actually end up costing us in the long run. So be thorough, be detail-oriented, take your time, go through things, read things twice, trust but verify. Very important. Anyway, I'm going to round this off with a bunch of really important principles to really get the most out of next year. So first things first, lock in fun. If you haven't already, lock in your holidays, lock in your parties, Lock in your time out, uh, lock in your sex night, lock in all of that stuff ahead of time and then build your work around that. Number two, build in your foundation for exercise. You will feel better when you exercise. You will think better when you you exercise. You will feel better about yourself when you exercise. You will feel better when you are leaner, fitter and stronger. Your body functions better. When it is overweight, whenever it is overfed, whenever it is underrested, your thinking skills, your emotional stability, and everything goes through the floor. So making sure that you've got your exercise, your rest, your hydration, good quality food, 
locked into your, your day, your life is critical. This year, from an exercise perspective, three strength training sessions, two hot yoga sessions, one sprint session, and I'm also going to go back to BJJ and do two sessions. And these sessions will alternate between day and night sessions. A nighttime session for me, by the way, is around about five o'clock. I like to be finished for six, half six, so that I can enjoy family time with uh, Penelope and Claire. So again, making sure that those uh, training times are locked into your diary. And I like routine. I like to know when they are. So I like to know what, what a perfect week looks like. And then I can build around that. And there's always going to be exceptions where you can miss things or things can move. That's called living a life. So don't be afraid of that. Um, food wise, I do two meals a day, uh, Monday through to Friday. Um, the two meals are, I, I normally don't eat my first meal until like two o'clock, which is normally something light. Uh, it could be like a fillet of salmon and some sardo or some sardo eggs, bacon or a bowl of soup or something like that. And then later on, I usually have a bigger meal. And um, so I kind of ratio my calories from a 30% with that first meal to 70% at the evening. I just love a, a large feed in the evening. Um, the next principle is to find something outside of work, outside of business. So there's three things I'm looking at developing this year. Uh, one, I want to get my sommelier certification. Just uh, I want to have something to go to that's almost like a distraction outside business, but it's something that I can learn and work on. I want to do my deer stocking license and also learn how to forage and basically how to live out in the wilderness and then also BJJ. Um, and I kind of debated between BJJ and boxing, but I feel that BJJ is just great fun. The grappling aspect is just really interesting and it burns up a lot of calories and it just gets everything moving from a mobility perspective. Um, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the next one is learn more about sex. I know that sounds crazy and you might be kind of going, what the hell is this guy talking about? But please listen to this. If you are just connecting with your partner on a physical level, i.e. just physical touch, that is not what a relationship is about. A relationship is about physical connection and deep personal energetic connection. And sex is ultimately the celebration of both of those things. And particularly men, we can be very guilty of just being physical and just having a functional component to our relationship. And then we end up unfulfilled down the line. Really understanding your woman, how she likes to be touched, how she likes to essentially be talked to, listened to, is just so critical for building a healthy relationship. And males are very quick and physical to get stuck in, whereas females like an element of narrative, an element of story, emotion, listening to. There's just so much to it. And... Claire and I have been working through a book called The Heart of Tantric Sex by a, a, an incredible author called Diana Richardson. And you could probably laugh at the title, but there is so much wisdom in that book that will complement and solidify your relationship to levels that you never thought possible, that it will amplify every other area of your life. And really the ultimate question lies is, you know, do you feel that you have a really exciting and healthy sex life? And if the answer to that is no, go and do the work. If the answer to that is yes, all praise to you. But there's always something to learn. And Claire and I are always about how can we get the most out of our time together? Because there's going to come a point where there's a last time for everything. There is a last time. And essentially, we want to enjoy as much of our life as possible. 
And we're very open to communicating about areas that we want to work on and we want to develop. And that was one of them. So um, I would really encourage you guys to, to grab that book, start reading it, start learning it, and essentially make a point of, of really connecting on a deep, personal, physical, and energetic level, not just the physical side. The fifth lesson is to be intentional about how you show up. And this specifically relates to style. Style in terms of how you dress, how you talk, how you communicate. People will relate to your style before they relate to your message. So making sure that that style is engineered in a way that one expresses you as your authentic self, but also is unique, is distinctive and separates you from everybody else. So, you know, particularly this year, I'm going to spend more time thinking about my fashion, how I dress, how I look, and also as well, how I communicate and how I talk. I'm going to start elocution lessons start public speaking lessons and learn how to just communicate with sharper vocabulary and other bits and pieces. And that can only but serve me in big events. Many of you know that I speak all over the world at large events, but podcasts, things like this, YouTube, which we're launching very, very soon, it will just make me an overall better communicator and amplify my style. And I'll ship it in the way that I want to. So yeah, take your style more seriously. Um, Next point, tell the truth. Tell the truth. Like That sounds really simple, but tell the truth. Look at all the areas of your life where you're telling white lies or you're not being yourself. Tell the truth in your own life, in your business, and to your team. In your own life, if you look in the mirror and you don't like what you see, do something about it. In your business, if you look at your P&L and your profit margin or turnover isn't where you want it to be, or you're working way too many hours, do something about it. If your team members aren't performing, tell them the truth, communicate it, challenge them. If you integrate these insights into your year, your chances of behaving your way to your goals are far higher than not integrating them. And one thing that I want you to remember before you go is that this is not a race. You are playing your own game. You set the rules. The goal is to beat who you were yesterday. Hey, I really hope this podcast has taught you something that you never knew before. I really want to challenge your thinking and expand what you believe is possible for you and your life. And I would really love your feedback. If you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube, it would really mean the world to me if you could just go and leave a review, click like, and a comment around what you love about this podcast. This gives me the feedback to know that I'm doing a good job, and it also gives me the credibility to go to the best in the industry in entrepreneurship, personal growth, finance, and just pure life wisdom to dissect their thinking and share the lessons with you. If you like my style, how I talk and how I dissect things and how I think, then this channel is going to be a valuable resource in helping you live life on your terms. And I want to make sure that it's the best possible material that you can put in between your two ears every single day. It would really mean the world to me.